Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Babakama Daf Tesvav. We left off on Daf Yud Dalit Amid Bays. We are at uh, Al P Adim at the two dots, about five to three five lines from the end of the page. On Daf Yud Dalit on Bays. Today's share is sponsored once again by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children and Lilanishmas' mother Goldaba Simchal Shalom, as well as by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and at Slacha for our soldiers as well as for our captives. We thank both sponsors very, very much for these sponsorships. So what we're going to talk about today is the following. First of all, we're going to talk about the concept of moda b'knas v'acharkach ba'u'edim. We know the rule is that if a person is moda b'knas, that he's going to be potter when one is moda b'knas. But what if a person is moda b'knas and then edim come and testify against him? So do we say retroactively the mechayev was not his hoda'ah? The mechayev was the fact that there were edim there and therefore he's, he's going to have to pay. So we're going to try to see whether our Mishnah takes a stand on that issue. Then the Gemara is going to go back to the line in the Mishnah where we said Nashim Bechlala Nezek, that women are included in all the dinam of Nezikin. So uh, that's a function of the principle of Hishva Kosov Yishal Ish, the Kolon that when it comes to all of the Surim in the Torah, men and women are the same. The Gemara is going to have three sources for the idea of Hishva HaKosov Yishal Ish, and we're going to have a Tzrichsa to explain why it is that we need three sources for that principle. Then the bulk of the daf is going to be the sugya of Palganiska Mamona or Palganiska Knasa. That how do we understand Chatzinezek? When a Tam does damage and uh, pays only Chatzinezek and only a Muan pays Nezek Shalem, so Nezek Shalem I get. You're Chayef for Nezikin, so you pay Nezek Shalem. Why would one pay Chatzinezek? Do we assume that that's really a Chiv of Nezikin and the Torah just gave you a break for whatever reason and says that you don't have to pay the full Nezek? Or no, maybe really you should have to pay nothing, but the Torah is Mechayev Chatzinezek as a form of knas, as some sort of penalty. So palganiska mamona or palganiska knasa. Nafkamina obviously would be if a person is moda beknas. So if a person is moda bechatzi nazik, moda beknas is potter. So the Gemara is going to have four rayas whether palganiska is mamona or palganiska is knasa. Then the Gemara is going to discuss. Rather, the Mishnah on Amr Beis is going to discuss uh, the, uh, the who are the uh, Tamim and who are Mu'adim, meaning what uh, types of damage do we assume that an animal is a Tam for and what type of damages do we assume an animal is a Mu'ad for. And the Gemara is going to ask a stira within the Mishnah about, uh, about that issue. So let's begin five lines from the bottom of the page. On Daf, Yud Dalit Amr Beis. Al P Edim. So the Gemara explains, Prat Knas kach Edim, that uh, it's coming to to, be, to exclude if a person is moda in based in about something that he did that would be mechayif in meknas Torah he's moda in based in that is short time gourd and then edim come and are made that is short time gourd shu potter that in such a case he's potter from paying like a moda meknas it's potter from paying if he's moda on any uh, on, 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 on any knas without without edim coming he's potter from uh, from paying so when we say al edim you're only going to be mechayif a person al edim it's telling us that if he's moda meknas and then Edim come, that's not called Al Piedim, and therefore he's going to be Potter. Says Gemara, okay, that might be what the Mishnah is, what the Mishnah is teaching me if you assume that that's true. Potter. 
that works very well if you assume that that's true, that Modem Knas Vachar is in fact Potter. But if you hold Modem Knas Vachar is Chayiv, so then what's the Mishnah telling me when it says uh, the Alpi Edim? So uh, the Gemara explains, the, there's no Chiddish in this uh, Din of the Mishnah, and it's not telling me anything in this phrase of Alpi Edim, but the Sefer Tzrichle, the real Chiddish is in the Sefer of the Mishnah. Namely, when it says that who do these Edim have to be? Chorin, Uvnei Bris, Bnei Chorin, Lemutei Avadim, that they have to be Bnei Chorin to tell me that Avadim Kananim are Pasle Edos, Bnei Bris, Lemutei of the Chavim, Bnei Bris telling me that they cannot be of the Chavim, that they are Pasle Le Edos, and that's the real Chiddush of the Mishnah. So Al Pi Edim, the idea that Yechayv and Ezekiel, Al Pi Edim is itself not a Chiddush. There's no, no Chiddush in that. It's just when the Mishnah then qualifies who's qualified to be the Edim, that's where the Chiddush in the Mishnah is. So why do I need uh, to tell me uh, both Lemutei Avadim as well as Lemutei Ovdik Chavim? Aren't Avadim a brand of Ovdik Chavim, meaning they are not Jewish? So Tzricha. We need the Mishnah to tell me Psul Eidus both by a guy and by an Eved Kanani. Di'yashmi Inon Eved. If it only would have told me the Psul of an Eved, I would have said, yeah, Mishum De'ein Lo Yachas. Because an Eved is not even Misyaches after his father. He's considered like a Behema, and he's uh, and because of that, he's not Makbid about Sheker, similar to what the Rambam writes in Hilchus Edus, that uh, people who are bezuyim, that are hochlim v'ochlim b'shuk l'fanei ha'am, people who have no self-respect, it's interesting, the Rambam gives the example of who has no self-respect, someone who eats as he walks around publicly in the shuk, that who would do, who would do that with uh, with no dignity, there was no concept of like, uh, you know, uh, of, of a drive-through and, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and fast food and things like that in, uh, in, in, in the Rambam time, so the assumption is that that's uh, something that's very buzzy to do that is so, someone like that has, has no no uh, no sense of self-respect is considered like a kelev and as possible edus, because they're not makbid on edus sheker so an ever who has no yachas, has no sense of self-identity, no sense of self-respect, and if he has no sense of self-respect, he's not going to be makbid on sheker, which is interesting, it ties in the uh, midas ha'emes with a sense of just uh, internal human dignity, with a sense of just a knowledge of who you are, a sense of respect for, uh, for, 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 uh, for who you are. The Gemara derives the, the idea that there, there's no yachas for an, for an Eved from, uh, from Eliezer Eved Avram, with Shavu Lechem Po Imachamor, and the Gemara Darshans in Mesech Sifamos, Am Hadoma Lechamor, that just like a Chamor is not Mesiaches Achar Aviv, so too the Eved is not Mesiaches Achar Aviv. So that might be by an Eved, why an Eved is not trusted, Al Nachri Diyeshle Yachas, but a Nachri who is Mesiaches after his, uh, his father, we, we Darshan, uh, the, 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 the Rashi points out, the Gemara Nirvamas, Darshans from a Pasuk in Malachim Aleph, that Goyim Arnes Yaches Achar Aviv, him, say emalo, I would say that they're not pasle edus. Viashminan, and if a nachri, and if it only would have told me that a nachri is pasle edus, mishum dolo shayach be mitzvos, I would say, yeah, a nachri is pasle edus because a nachri is not chayiv in mitzvos. I mean, he only has a shev mitzvos play noch, but generally speaking, he's not chayiv in mitzvos. Avil eved the shayach be mitzvos, but an eved is chayiv in many more mitzvos than that. He's chayiv in mitzvos keisha, so he's chayiv in as many mitzvos as a woman is chayiv in. Say emalo, I would say that he's not pasle edus. That's why I need to be told 
both of these things. So in short, when we said that uh, when the Mishnah had said the phrase al pi edim, one possibility is that there is a chiddush in that phrase, and the chiddush is that if you mod beknas edim, you're potter. Second possibility is that there's no chiddush in, the, in that phrase because it's not true. Mod beknas edim is chayiv, and the only chiddush in the Mishnah is that it needs to be bnei chorin and bnei bris, not avadim and not nachrim. And there's a reason to have a havamina that avadim yes, but nachrim no. And there's reason to have a Havamina, the Nachrim, yes, and Avadim, no, so the Mishnah has to tell me that both cannot be Edim. Now, when the Mishnah goes, went on to say, Vanashim Bechala Nezek, all the Dinim of Nezekin apply if a woman's uh, mammon does damage, if you do damage to a woman's mammon, all the same Dinim of Nezekin apply to a woman as apply to a man. So, says Mishnah, how do I know that Hishva Kasavisha the Ish, that we uh, that we treat a woman and a man the same? That was taught as follows. The Pasuk says when it comes to someone who steals and is then nishpal sheker, then swears falsely, ish o isha, kiyasu mikol chatos ha'adon, the Pasuk goes on to say. So you see that even a woman is punished for shua sheker and she requires kapara. So hishva kasvi ishal ish, the kolon We see any averos that have any sort of onesh, a woman is also included in that onesh, in that uh, in that avera. Tulsus points out that that's by Dine Torah that said that it said Belashon Zachar, but where it says beferish ish, then you need a special reboy to include women. Meaning sometimes the Torah, the Torah's default language is belashon zachar. Meaning it has to write it one way or the other. Uh, there is no gender neutral way of writing things in the Hebrew language. So it writes it belashon zachar, even when it applies to women as well. But if the Torah goes out of its way to say ish, so that's the Torah's way of saying this applies to men and not to women unless you have a special reboy to uh, to include women as well. So over here we're saying that uh, men and women are both both require the kapara for a shvua sheker. In the base manager of Rablazer, they had a different price uh, that it says uh, in the beginning in the pasuk, in the beginning of all of the dinam of Nezikin, in Shemos Perech HaFalif ve'ele ha-mishpatim asher tasim lifneihem that, uh, that uh, it says you should put these mishpatim in front of Bnei Yisrael who are the Bnei Yisrael? The Bnei Yisrael are both men and and uh, and women. So you see, that men and women are the same when it comes to all of Dine Mominus. Um, the uh, Rabbeinu Peretz raises the question, why do I need a Pasuk to tell me that a woman is Shaykh in all the Dinim of the Torah? If women are included in Dinim, they're obviously, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, if, if they're not included in Dinim, then they, if they would not be included in, the, in Dinim, it would be obvious that they're Pasuk the because their edus is edus because you can't be mazamanisha since she's not bechal dinim and uh, be, the, be, making someone laid zomim is, is one of the dinim. So why would I need a pasuk that a woman is pasul edus like the Gemara has in Shavuos, a special pasuk teach me a woman is pasul edus? If a woman were not bechal dinim, obviously she'd be pasul edus. So uh, why is it necessary to, uh, to 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 have uh, to have a drasha over here that a woman is bechal dinim? It, it it must be that she's bechal dinim for us even have a half a minute that she would be kashal edus. So Rabbeinu Peretz suggests that since the lima to pasal nisha from edus uh, is uh, from the din of hazama, so in a case where there is no din of hazama, like edus of a ben grusha ben chalutza that we have in the beginning of Sechus Makos, where you can't do kashal zamam, so I would think anisha is kshera. So that's why I need a, uh, a, a pasuk to tell me that she's pasal edus even from that. Meaning that in uh, a uh, there is a half a minute that a woman is not Bechal Dinim. I, if she's not Bechal Dinim, isn't it obvious that she's not Bechal Edus? 
For most edus, it's obvious. But if you have an edus shiatu yachlazim, you have an edus that there's no way to make into edim zomim. It's not obvious, and that's what I need the drasha mesach hashavuos for. Okay, but that's the debate of Lazar's uh, drasha, and then the bay chizkia for Rabbi Yosi Aglili Tana in the base medrash of chizkia and the base medrash of Rabbi Yosi Aglili, they taught the brisa that Amar Kra, the pasuk says about a shor that kills a, uh, a human being, vehemis ish o isha, that uh, if it kills a, per- a man or a woman. Then you, you stone the shar, the gamba love you must. So you see that even if the woman is, uh, is killed by the shar, the balea shar have to pay a kapara for that, for, uh, for the fact that a woman was killed by the shar. So you see, that even if for killing, the same like for killing a man, so too for killing a woman, you're chayiv the same, uh, the same thing uh, when the shar kills a woman. So the Gemara says, okay, now you just brought me three different limudim that tell me that when it comes to the world of Nazikin, and Dinamaminus and Onchim, that men and women are the same. Why do I need all three drashas? So Tzrichi. We need all three Limudim, all three Psukim. Diyashmin Kamaisa, if it only would have told me the first possible that she has to bring a carbon for a Shua Shaker, I would have said, That's not a Chumrah, that's a Kula, that we're allowing her to find a way to get a Kapara for a Shua Shaker. So I would say, yeah, the Torah has Rachmanus on the Isha. Avodinim, but Dinamaminus maybe men whose derech it is to be engaged in commerce and in business so yes they, you'll have dine mamnus but isha a woman who doesn't deal that much with uh, with transactions and with business so low so I would think that uh, all those dinim don't apply to a woman Tosas raises the question that the Torah um, was more chas on the isha if it would not have included uh, the, if it would not have been mash for the isha and would not have included in any onesh just like uh, if, if she was uh, gozella, so nishbas l'sheker. So mela wouldn't she wouldn't require a kapara. Meaning, what are we saying over here? That the havamina is that if it only would have told me about uh, the kapara for shvua sheker, I would say, of course she could do that because she needs a kapara. Tal says, if uh, if we wouldn't say hishvakas vishal ish, would she need a kapara? Maybe she wouldn't need a kapara at all because uh, it's just uh, it's it, she's not included in any of the dinim, so she wouldn't require a kapara at all. So Tulsa says, no, no, we would have said that that which the Torah uh, says the kapara is for those places where it says beferish that the woman is also punished, like by arayos and things like that. So that's why I need hishvakasvishalish to tell me that for whatever it is that she does need a kapara, meaning outside of dinim this, but for whatever it is that she does need a kapara that she's also eligible for a kapara because the Torah is chas on her. But how do I know that she's also included in Dinei Mamnes? So that's why I need a second limud. And if it only would have told me uh, by Dinei Mamnes that I would say because uh, she needs to live. She needs to be able to make a living. She, so she needs to be able to engage in normal transactions and people have to, can't shy away from doing business with her. Avul kapara... When it comes to kapara, I might think ish debar mitzvah in a man who's chayiv in all the mitzvahs the Torah wants him to have a kapara and isha the lav bas mitzvah lo and a woman who's not chayiv lav bas mitzvahs and she's chayiv mitzvahs we just said that even never is chayiv mitzvahs because he's chayiv mitzvahs ki isha lav bas mitzvah means she's not chayiv in 
as many mitzvos. So I would think, lo, I would think that. Similar, by the way, when we com- contrasted an Eved to a Nachri. We said that an Eved is included in mitzvos, a Nachri is not. But a Nachri is. A Nachri is included in Sheva Mitzvos Bnei Noach. So when we say someone is not included in mitzvos, everything's relative. Because the whole world, all of humanity, is included in mitzvos. It's a question of how many mitzvos. So, so relative to a man, a woman is a Lav Bas Mitzvah. Relative to an Eved, a Nachri is a Lav Bar Mitzvah. So anyway, so we say that in Isa, I would think an Isha's love bas mitzvah, maybe the Torah doesn't grant her kapara. And if the Torah would have told me the first two psukim that we quoted about kapara and averos and about dine mamunas, I would have said, yeah, in each of those cases, a woman has the same dinim as a man. Because she needs a kapara and she should be granted a kapara. And in the case of dine mamunas, so that she could uh, function in normal society. But when it comes to uh, her getting killed by a shar, I would have said ish debar mitzvah that a man who's chayiv in all mitzvos. Uh, so uh, so kofer. You should pay kofer for the killing of a man because it is, the the world has now lost uh, so many mitzvos that he's capable of doing. But ishalom, a woman who's not chayiv in all the mitzvos, we're not you will not be chayiv to pay kofer for the ox killing her. The Yashmin Kofar, and if it only would have told me Kofar, and not the other two, I would say Mishum Di Ika Ibn Shama. That yeah, by Kofar, of course you can pay Kofar when your ox kills a woman. It's a human life, it's a Jewish life. How could you not pay Kofar? Avalhani Tarti, but the other two Limudim uh, covering for Shua Sheker and Dinim Amunus the Leka Ibud Shama where it's all money it's not a matter of life say Imalo so I would think that we do not equate men and women to have the same Dinim Sutsricha that's why we need all three Psukim so we have three Limudim and all three Limudim are necessary and uh, and they're not uh, you can't learn one from the other we showed him work on that it, the Gemara didn't really exhaustively go through why you can't learn uh, one from from the other two it could have just said in uh, the, the the it could have learned uh, uh, if it would have said in two of the places you still would have been able to learn a Mamatsinu to learn the third place as well like if it would have said that called Dinim Va'onshim so you would ask Maladinim Shiesh Bem Chiyusa Va'onshim Yochichu Shein Bem uh, and the women are still bechal. And if you're going to ask, I mala onshim sheish b'mishum kapara, well dinim yochichu shein b'mishum kapara, and you would have been able to say it. It's not a shavish ben that hishakas v'ishalish, and you'd be able to learn from the third. So that's what the rishonim work on. That enochinam, you can't learn one from the other, but you can learn one from the other two because uh, neither of them shares the same tzad chamur. So normally you'd be able to say it's not a shavish ben, and you'd be able to learn one from from the other two. Okay, now we move on to the main topic of the the, the uh, longest topic of today's daf, Hanizik Vamazik Bitashlumen. So the Mishnah had said that uh, the responsibility for the payment of the damage sometimes is split by the Mazik and the Nizik, meaning the most natural situation is that the Mazik bears the full responsibility for the payment. So what does that mean? That the Nizik in some way has to bear the brunt of the, uh, you know, has to take a loss when his property got damaged? So Itmar. The idea that you pay chatzi nezek when a short tam gores, Rav Papa Amar Mamona, Rav Papa says that that's a chiv mamon, it is not a knas, and if a guy is moded and based in before Adam come, they're going to be mechaiv him based on this hadaa, like being moda in any dini mamonis case. If you are coming to based and you're moda that you stole from somebody, you're moda that, uh, that, that you borrowed money and didn't pay it back yet, so based in is mechaiv based on one's own hadaa, uh, because it's, it's mamon, it's not knas. Whereas Rav Hunab 
says that a short time being chayiv chatzinezek is a knas. And therefore, if a person comes into Beisdin and is moda, that a short time uh, gourd somebody and is chayiv chatzinezek, he's going to be potter from the uh, from the knas because of the principle of moda beknas potter. The Gemara is going to derive it later on in the Masechta, much later in the Masechta, from the fact that it says, Asher yashiu neluhim. So we darshan prat le marshia es atzmo, that only Beisdin is mechayiv, but if he's marshia es atzmo, if he himself tries to be mechayiv, then he's going to be potter. So uh, the Gemara brings a svara for each tzad over here. Rav Papa, Amra Mamona, Rav Papa says that, uh, that, that Palganiska is Mamona, Kasavar Stam Shvar Mlad Bechaskashim Rakaiman. Because really, Meikra did, we would say that a shar by its very nature is not uh, considered to be uh, safe. It has, uh, it has an atiyah to, to go do damage and to go be no geach. And therefore, even though it never did it before, and you say, oh, my shar is the most uh, uh, tame and uh, calm and don't worry about it, right? Sometimes, you know, a dog owner says, my dog doesn't bite you. Yeah, he doesn't bite you because, uh, you know, you feed it. But, uh, you know, he still might bite me. So uh, so people, do, that's just the nature of the animal. So, and really, you should have had to pay the whole thing. You should have had to pay the full payment because you have to expect that if you have a shard that it's going to damage. It's just that the Torah has Rachmanus on him to only pay because, you know, you understand in the Bailim's mind, he thinks his animal is safe because there's no history. So the Torah goes easy on him that he only has to pay half, even though really he should have to pay full because it's Mamona. Whereas Rav Hunabri Rav Shua, Amar Knasa, Rav Hunabri Rav Shua says, no, Chatzin Ezek is Knas, that a Shar is not an inherently dangerous animal. It's not an animal that's interested in confrontation. He's not trying to go do damage. And therefore, really, it's unexpected when it goes in a course and you didn't do anything wrong it wasn't a lack of shmira you should be totally potter but but the Torah imposes a kanas so that he'll already watch the shar uh, so it's not an onesh on the fact that he didn't watch the shar it's just it's a, the, the chiyuv is in, in, to encourage him to watch the shar because it's the rats of the Torah that he should watch the shar uh, even a short time really uh, really well so in order to achieve that goal of Yosef Shmira al Shmiraso, the Torah is Mechayiv him Bechatzinazek, and now he'll be Yosef Shmira al Shmiraso. So it's not uh, an onesh per se, that this is an onesh for what you had done or not done. It's a way, the, 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 the penalty or the punishment is not there to punish a, a, a bad behavior, it's to encourage a good behavior. Meaning by, uh, by, by punishing him, by knowing that, there's, that he's going to have to pay Balganiska, it will encourage him to, uh, to watch the Shar. That's the uh, the way Chidush uh, Rabbi Nachum explains it that uh, that it's not it's not an onesh it's encouraging uh, it's encouraging good behavior you always have to look at that when you see an onesh like what's the point Ramosh has a tshuva. When the governor of the state of New York asked him about death penalty in uh, in Judaism, what the Jewish view of the death penalty is, and he said that we don't view it as uh, as something that's uh, that 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 that's meant to ever be imposed, uh, or uh, to, to you know we make we we make the criteria to be actually chayv misa so difficult to meet that a kimat never happens. So what's the point of having chayv misa in the Torah? So Moshe says so that it will discourage people from doing these averos, meaning it's not really. Uh, 
meant to be an onish for the Avera. It's a big chiddush because Pashto says it is meant to be an onish for the Avera, but he says it's meant primarily to discourage people from doing the Avera in the first place. So we want people to bathe. So uh, when you learn that, oh, the Yerchayv Misa for this Avera must be a very serious Avera, then people aren't going to want to do that Avera. So now the Gemara is going to try to bring Raya's. Do we assume Palganiska Mamona or do we assume Palganiska Knasa? So Raya number one, Tanan, our Mishnah, Hanizik Vamazik Bitashlumen, the Nizik and the Mazik split the responsibility of, uh, of, of payment for the damage. Well, Bishal, if you hold that really I should have had to pay the whole damage and the Torah is letting me off the hook and only paying half, so I need the Shaykh Nizik Bitashlumen. So then, yeah, the Nizik is bearing, uh, you know, the, the, uh, half the loss because really he should have been entitled to the whole payment. He's only getting half the payment, so he's losing out on the other half. So he's also Shaykh Bitashlumen. El but if you hold, he's really entitled to nothing. And the whole thing was just a knas to, uh, to, to, to encourage better behavior for the mazik. That which he's getting, he's not even really entitled to. But Tashlumen, he say, so you're going you're gonna to say that he's bearing the brunt of, uh, of the payment. He's not. He's, it's, it's a windfall for him. He should get nothing. And he's, if you hold Palganiska and he's getting Chatzinezek. So it says, If you hold Palganiska what do we mean that the Nizik is uh, also participating in the Tashlumen, it means that which the Nevela goes down in value between the Negicha and the Ahmad Bedin, that uh, the Mazik only pays based on the difference between the uh, the value of, of, of the animal and the value, uh, what the value of the animal was and what the value of the animal is at the Shas Negicha. I, between the Shas Negicha and Shas Ahmad Bedin, the, the dead carcass went down in value. That's on the Nizik to bear. So uh, that's what it means that the Nizik bears some of the payment. So we already learned about Pchas Nevela. We already learned in Daf Tesam Beis. Chafti b'Tashlumin Nisko. So Tashlumin has a gemalamit shabayim metaplum b'Nevela. Tashlumin has a gemalamit that there's a Tashlumin for the Zik, and that you're only mashlim the payment, meaning you, you let the Nizik keep the Nevela, and you only pay the difference. So it says Marachad b'Tam v'Chad b'Muad. One of the Mishnayos is being mechadish that the Nizik is metaplum b'Nevela by a short Tam, and the other by a short Muad. Utsricha, and we need to be told both. Diash minan Tam if the Mishnah only would have told me by a tam, I would have said, yeah, the Torah is makel on the mazik uh, to let the nizik bear the pchas nevela, because the animal is not yet a muad, and therefore uh, we want to go easy on the mazik. But maybe by a muad, where this animal already has a history of damaging, let's throw the book at the mazik and make him pay the whole thing. And if the Torah would have only told me muad, that by the metab nevela by a muad, because he's paying, the mazik is paying Nezik Shalim, so uh, we shouldn't, uh, you know, th- th- add more Chumrah on him. He's already paying Nezik Shalim, so now you're going to make uh, make uh, make him uh, have to p- cover the Pachas Nevela as well. Avol but maybe by Tam, where Meikari is only paying Chatsi Nezik, so maybe you can bear the loss of the uh, Pachas Nevela. So that's why he needs to tell me in both places that the Nizik is metapel the Nevela. Tashma Raya number two. Ma bein Tam lemuad. What is the difference between the Tam and the Muad? Shatam Mishalim Chatsi Nezik Megufo. That a time pays chazi nezek, and the tashlum, the tashlum is from the goof of the shar and not from other nechasim. And the mu'ad 
Yud pays Nezek Shalem from the best karka of his Nechasim. Vimisa, but if it's true that uh, Palganiska is Kinasa, listening Namiha, when uh, wants to distinguish what are the differences between Tam and Muad, well, by Muad it's Mamon, by Tam it's Knas. Tam in Mishalma that a Tam doesn't pay Albiatsmo and Mun Mishalma Biatsmo. How come it doesn't list that as the difference between Tam and Muad if it's really true? So says Maratana Vashir. It doesn't list it because we're not giving an exhaustive list of all the differences between Tam and Muad. So the Gemara always asks, my Shir, the high Shir. You can't say Tan Vashir unless there's something else that's left out. What else is left off of the list of differences between Tam and Muad that gives you the right to say that whether that whether Moda Bechatzinezek is Chayav Rapater is left off the list of uh, of, of uh, differences between Tam and Muad. So Shir Chatzin Kofer. So I'll tell you what's left off the list. Chatzin uh, Kofer, that a Muad who's uh, to kill a person pays Kofer Shalem, whereas a Tam is Pater from even Chatzin Kofer. Meaning it's not just the amount of payment, it's that when it comes to Kofer, the Tam is totally Pater. So that's a major difference. Kills a person, you don't even have to worry about Kofer at all. If we're about Chatzin Kofer, that's not considered a Shiur, that's not considered something left off the list, because maybe Hamani Rabbi Maybe we're assuming like Rabbi Yosei Aglili that a tam pays chatzi kofer. So it turns out that they both pay kofer, and that which a tam pays chatzi kofer and a muad pays kofer shalem is not an, an additional chilik. We already know the chilik of muad paying nezek shalem and tam paying half of what a muad pays. So chatzi, if, if you hold that a tam tak does pay chatzi kofer, it's not another difference between tam and muad. That's just part of the difference that a tam always pays half of what a muad pays. So says let's bring a third raya and now that palganiska is mamona what's the raya the mishnah says in ksubus and daf mem aleph that if a person is moda and based in that hamis shori ploni my ox killed so and so o shorush ploni or my ox killed this person's shor harezem shalim al piatzmo so my love tam he pays al piatzmo and presumably we're talking about a short tam so uh, he's paying the kofer uh, on, uh, for the killing of a person or the uh, the chatzinezek for the killing of the animal so you see that it's not a knas because we're saying that he's mishalim al piatzmo so it says more lo b'mor who's we're talking about a tam. Maybe we're talking about a muad. So by a muad, it's obviously mamona. It's not knas. So uh, maybe that's what the that's what the mission is talking about. Aval tam mai. But maybe what would the din be by a tam? Hachinami dein mishalom al piatzmo. Maybe a tam in a chinami does not pay based on his own admission. Iach he had the tani sefer. Yeah, but if that's the case, then why does the sefer have to say? But heim is shori as avdo shal ploni ain mishalom al piatzmo. When it wants to give an example of a case where you don't pay al piatzmo, it says, oh, but if you walk into basin. You say, my shark killed this person's Eved. Well, the Shloshim Shaleved is definitely a Knas. So then you're not going to pay Alpi Atzmo. Well, why give that example if you needed to come up with a case where you're not going to be Mishalim Al Piatzmo? Why, why, why are you bringing a whole brand new case of admitting about an Eved? Bring a case of, of admitting the very same words, and it's just that it's a short time and not a short muad. You could have made the chilik in the very case that we were talking about. That When do we say that you're Mishalim Al Piatzmo when you come to Bezin and admit that your ox killed another person or killed a shark? 
Shor. But Muad, that's if your ox was a Muad. You want to come up with a case where you're not Mishal Vapiatzmo? A time where you say the very same words. And it's just that your Shor is a time. And that makes it a Knas where you're going to be Potter. Elamite must be that it's not a Knas, that it's Mamun. And that's why we have to come up with a case of where your mother is Potter of killing an Evid, where it's definitely a Knas. So says Marakula Bimur Kamari. No, it's not considered uh, uh, that we're bringing from some distant case. Uh, the, the Mishnah would rather be consistently talking about a Shormuad than to consistently talk about the same admission, the same phrase, the same words that the man admits to. So therefore, it's not a Raya. Tashma, fourth and final Raya. Anyone who pays more than he damages is not Mishalom Piyasmo. Meaning, what's the definition of Knas? Definition of Knas is when the when 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 the payment you're making is greater than any damage that you did. Right? You, you're speeding on the highway. The 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 cop pulls you over, gives you a ticket. You have to pay. Did you did you cost anybody the 150 bucks that you got to pay? No, you didn't do any damage. That's a Knas because the payment that you're making is more than any damage that uh, that you may, that you may have done. So my love, hapachs uh, Oh, but doesn't that imply that if the payment that you're making is less than the damage done, that that's mamon, that that's not kanas, that that you would be mishalim al piatzmo. And what's a perfect example of less than the damage done? Palganiska. So apparently palganiska is mamona. So it says more low. You cannot be medayik that whenever you pay less than the damage done, that uh, that you would be you would you would pay al piatzmo. No, the diuk to make is if you're paying more than the damage done, then it's a kanas and moda is pater. But if you're paying exactly corresponding to the damage, then it's mamon. Really, that's the diuk. So then, that, what would that imply? Aval pachos mai So you mean to tell me that when you're paying less than the damage done, that's also knas, and you don't pay al piatzmo? So then, it was a very weird way of phrasing it. If you want to tell me that, Why would you say whenever you're paying more than the damage done, that's a knas? Say that whenever the payment does not correspond to the damage done that's a kanas and that would have covered both more and less if it's true that both more and less are a kanas it would have been mashma both ways but that's not what the Brysa said the Brysa said only if you pay more it's a kanas Clearly implying that if you pay less than the damage done, it is not a knas. So tiyufta. So that's a real raya uh, that, uh, that 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 palganiska mamona. It's a tiyufta on the shita of uh, Rafun Ben Yeshua that palganiska's kanasa. So the hilchasa palganiska kanasa, and the halacha therefore is palganiska kanasa. Says what? Tiyufta the hilchasa. You just brought me a raya shadel of tshuva that it's uh, palganiska mamona, and then you tell me the hilchasa palganiska kanasa. So says uh, in time I have What was the basis of the tiyufta? Mishum tolokatani kimoshe hizik. It's because the brisa didn't formulate it as whenever you're not paying corresponding exactly to the damage done. It did not say that. It said whenever you're paying more. 
before. So because maybe uh, it, it, it's not always true that when you're not paying exactly corresponding to the damage done, that it's necessarily kanas. Because because there is this anomalous din that if an animal is walking and a pebble shoots out from under its foot and damages, they pay chatsi nezek. That's Allah they only pay chatsi nezek, and that's mama, that's not knas. So it would have been an inaccurate statement had the Bryce said it the way we wanted it to say. If the Bryce would have said, whenever the payment doesn't correspond to the damage done, that that's always knas, that would not have been true, because chatsi uh, nezek is mamon. So therefore, the Bryce had to formulate that whenever you're paying more than the damage, Done, it's uh, it's knas. And what if you're paying less than the damage done? Well, then sometimes it's mamon, sometimes it's knas. If it's throros, it's mamon, and if it's uh, short time, then it's uh, doing the gicha, then it's knas. Okay, so says Mar Now that we pass in the halacha, palga gniska knasa, high kalba da'achlimri. If if a dog eats some sheep, which is an unusual thing, or shunra da'achle tarnagola, or a cat eats a chicken, mishunuhu. That's uh, that's mishuna. That's like karen. You should pay. You only pay chatzin. But another characteristic of a kanas is that we cannot collect kanas payments in Bavel because we don't have Dayanim Smuchim in Bavel. So only Dayanim Smuchim could be Dan Dine Knasos. And, and, and therefore, forget about Moda, that's one nafkamina between Knas and Mamon. But there is this other important nafkamina that we can't be Dan Dine Knasos in Bavel. So the Hanimili, what type of case are we talking about where the Kelev ate uh, sheep or the uh, cat ate chickens? It's considered a Nezak Mashuna. If the chickens or the sheep are, are somewhat large, but if they're very tiny, then it is normal. And then that would just be shane, it would not be considered karen, and therefore it would not be a kanas, it would be mamon. And even though basin does not go there, Knossos in Bavel, if the Nizik is Tofes Metaltalim of the Mazik for his payment, we're not going to take the money back away from him. And if he does, if the Nizik is not Tofes from the Mazik, but he's Tovea in Bezdin, that they should be Kovea, uh, a, a Zman, uh, that, uh, that the Mazik has to go with him, to face Dayanim Smuchim, who can actually deal with this case, then we are Kovea, that yes, you have to make the long trip to Eretz Yisrael to, to deal with the case of Dine Knossos. If the Mazik doesn't want to go to Eretz Yisrael until, you know, until after that time, meaning Basin has to give him a reasonable amount of time. They can't tell him, okay, pick up today and go to Eretz Yisrael. It's a significant journey. He has to you know, uh, line everything up in his life, but they give him a reasonable amount of time to plan the trip, and if he uh, doesn't meet that time frame, then we're going to put him in Nidu, we're going to put him in Cherim. Whether the Nizik asks uh, the Mazik to, you know, for the Mazik to have a a time frame to go with him to Eretz Yisrael to face the uh, Bezin of Smuchim or whether he makes no such request um, uh, Bezin warns the Mazik uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, that, that they're going to kill that, the, 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 uh, that, that, that he has to kill the Kelev or the Chatul and if he doesn't do that then we put him in Nidoi until he gets rid of this damaging animal meaning once we know that his animal is a menace he has to get rid of that menace 
menace. How do I know you have to get rid of a menace? Mid Rabbi Nasan, Titan Rabbi Nasan, Minayin Shali Gadolad Mikalavra Betoch Peso, Valiyam Sulm Rua Betoch Peso. How do I know that a person should not be Megadel a Kalavra in his house, and he shouldn't have a rickety ladder that's dangerous in his house? He shouldn't have dangerous things in your house. Tamalomer Pasuk says by the mitzvah of Makkah Losasim Damim Vesecha that it says Losasim Damim Vesecha. So the fact that it says Vesecha, we darshan that any hazik that's matzu in the bias you have to uh, remove such hazik from the uh, from the bias even though the pasuk is talking about sakanas nefashos and not just stam nezek but uh, we learn other nezikin uh, from there as well that's what the shidduch is called from rikat because uh, that uh, the, the, we, we learn other nezikin just from the fact that the pasuk was so same of those sasim dam vesecha that more generally you're not allowed to be sasim dam vesecha okay now in new mishnah chamisha tamim there are five nizke behema that behema is not considered to be more gal in and uh, it's, uh, and therefore you're only going to pay chatzin nezek. It's not considered an expected kind of damage. Someone pointed out to me, I was at a chasna last night. Someone pointed out to me uh, the, the one giant afyomi coincidence. who keeps saying tam tam tam, and Yaakov Vinu is ish tam yoshev olim. He said that on safari it translates uh, tam as innocuous, which is an interesting uh, translation. So ta- Yaakov Vinu is innocuous. I think it means something else when it talks about Yaakov Vinu, but okay. So chamisha tam and chamisha muadim. There are five tam and there are five uh, muadim. So habehema in muadim. The behema is not a muad laligach to gore with its horns, v'loligof nor to damage by pushing with its body, v'lolishok nor by biting with its teeth, v'lolirvot nor by trampling on kalim with the kavana to break them, v'lolivot nor by kicking kalim with the kavana to break them. And then we have chamisha muadin hashen muades lechlas haroila that an animal is a muad to eat that which animals normally eat haregel muades lishpar b'derechilucha an animal is a muad to step on that which it normally steps on as it walks but without kavan al-hazik vishara muad and a shor that uh, has a track record is a muad a track record of goring vishara mazik uh, nizik, and a shor that gores in a nizik is considered a muad and that he has to pay nezik shalev even if he's a tam adam, and adam is muad liolam whenever a person does damage he always has to pay the full so azeiv ariyadova namavabardos vanachash particularly dangerous animals harei muadin. even if you say my lion is the sweetest lion in the world I never would have imagined that he would do anything. No, he's a lion. So therefore, you're going to have to pay. You have to expect that he's going to do damage. That if you're able to domesticate the animals, then they're not muadim, but va'anachash muadiyolam. According to Rabbi Lazar, a nachash is no such thing as being b'nei tarbus. There's no such thing as domesticating a nachash. And therefore, a nachash is always going to be considered a muad. Okay, B'nishem, tomorrow on Shabbos, we'll pick up with the Gemara on the bottom of Tesla of Amin Beis. Everyone have a good day and a great Good job, Good job.